0: In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. The evangelist Mark has a way of inviting us to find ourselves in the story of the gospel. Sometimes we find ourselves among the sick whom Jesus heals, the hungry whom he feeds, the oppressed whom he delivers from demons, the frightened whom he calms, the grieving whom he comforts, and the doubting whom he strengthens. At other times in the Gospel, we see a perhaps more shameful picture of ourselves. In the rich young man who is smitten with his wealth, in James and John, who argue about the seating arrangements in heaven, or in Peter, who all along wants a kingdom that involves no suffering and no cross. Tonight, as the end of the story begins, the evangelist Mark takes us somewhere we'd much rather not go. Tonight, he invites us to find ourselves among those who betray Jesus. A few verses before our gospel lesson, Judas went to the chief priests and offered them Jesus. And we know what's going to happen next. But in the upper room where we find ourselves tonight, none of the disciples know what's been going on behind the scenes, and we are thrust into the uncertainty of the situation. Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. And they were sorrowful and said to him, one after the other, Is it I, Lord? Although it was Judas who would give the fatal kiss, the other disciples handed Jesus over, each in his own way, when they all left Jesus and fled at his arrest. Suddenly, Mark's invitation to find ourselves in the story is not so welcome. It isn't as though he gives a free pass to every disciple except for Judas. In fact, Judas remains nameless in our text, along with all the other disciples. And the question asked by each of them seems to hang in the air, unresolved. Is it I? It's one of the twelve. One one who's been with me and heard me and followed me, one whom I've called and taught and blessed, one who shares this meal with me, one who even shares this bowl with me. It's at just this point that you'd expect in any great drama for the one betrayed to offer a lament or to rescind his trust or to seek revenge. But notice what happens next. This makes all the difference in the world. This is everything. Just as Jesus is in the midst of betrayal, He takes bread and gives it to those who betray Him and says, Take, this is my body. He gives them a cup and says, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Just as Jesus is being handed over into death by those to whom He has entrusted Himself, He entrusts Himself all the more. He gives them His very body and blood. And not just to see or to grasp or to bind and crucify, but to have within them to eat and to drink. He offers them everything. He holds nothing back. In our Old Testament lesson, we heard the story of God making a covenant with the people of Israel at Sinai, and it was a bloody day. Blood was thrown against the altar, and blood was thrown on all the people to mark them as bound in this covenant with God. And the people said, all that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. But they didn't do it. And they weren't obedient. And they betrayed God and they broke the covenant. And the blood of all those animals wasn't strong enough or pure enough to hold the covenant together. And all the prophets throughout all the history of Israel all knew that there would have to be a better sacrifice, better blood a new covenant. And so the prophet Jeremiah said, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. Not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke. For this is the covenant that I will make. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. When Jesus, in the midst of betrayal, hands himself over in his body and blood to those who betray him, he shows just how unbreakable this new covenant is. It's a covenant that doesn't just throw the blood of animals on the bodies of those who stand before the altar. It's a covenant that throws the blood of Jesus into the hearts of his people. It cleanses you from within. It's a covenant of forgiveness that can't be undone by even the gravest of sins. It's a covenant that withstands even betrayal. And so when Mark invites us to find ourselves in the story of the gospel, we find ourselves tonight among those who betray Jesus. But even more, we find ourselves among those to whom Jesus has given himself, holding nothing back, body and blood, soul and divinity. There is no sin so grievous that it cannot be forgiven by the life-giving body of Jesus. There is no conscience so stained that it cannot be cleansed by His blood. Come and be refreshed by this salutary gift. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. amen.